What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Bros Talking, the weekly show where two brothers get together and we talk about whatever the heck we want to talk about. My name is Ethan, and as always, I am joined by that guy right there. That's Nick. Hello, everybody. What's up, dude? What's going on? I I gotta get used to pointing in the right direction. I'm not even gonna point. You're over here on my screen. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not gonna point because I'm backwards. It's mirrored for me. So if I try to point, it'll look stupid, and it'll take thirty seconds for me to just point to you. So I'm just not gonna point. There you go. That that works. That works out fine. What's up, man? How's your week going? How's your How's your week been treating you? It's uh, it's good. I um, nothing super crazy. 2021 really hasn't redeemed itself from last week, so it's still bottom of the barrel along with 2020. Yeah, as far yeah, as shitty years are concerned. But um. I've been I've been watching some TV, listening to some new music, um, watched a movie. That's it. Just watch one movie. Oh, um, yeah. Been living the dream. But before we get started, I feel like we need to talk about the uh, breaking sports news that just happened for all you sports fans out there. Nick literally just broke this to me like a second before we started going live. So I'm I'm basically the Woj of bros talking. Yeah, just dropping bombs. It's a Nick um, bomb. So, Yep. So an, an honest Nick bomb. bomb, an honest Nick bomb. This just in: James Harden of Houston Rockets NBA fame has been traded to the Brooklyn Nets to form oh, a Nets, big huh? three. He went to, to to the Brooklyn Nets to form a big three of Kevin Durant, James Harden, and Kyrie Irving. If Kyrie Irving ever decides that he wants to play basketball again, um, it is a massive blockbuster deal that involves four picks, including. Four Nets picks, including the Cavs' 2022 first-round pick, going to the Houston. So Houston just re-upped on picks. Um, hold on, I just unplugged my headphones. <laughs> He's getting I'm back. Got there we yeah. go. There we go. Yeah, but yeah. So uh, they got four first-round picks: Karis Levert, Dante Exum, Karukas, and uh, the Cavs are getting Jarrett Allen and Torin Prince. But there was a second trade. Karis LeVert went to Indiana, and Victor Oladipo went to the Rockets. So it's just a crazy trade that will, I'm sure, will unravel a little bit in the next couple minutes and maybe even hours or so. But crazy NBA trade to start off our podcast. So yeah, that's that's insane. Uh, this deal reminds me of the Nets trading for Kevin Garnett and Paul Pierce, or the yeah the Nets trading for Kevin yeah, Garnett and Paul no, Pierce. exactly and. and if you haven't been watching the NBA, James Harden hasn't looked great the past few. He's also uh, very weeks. overweight now. He, yeah, he he gained a lot of weight. He's been trouble as far as the um, COVID protocols go. He spent the entire preseason in Vegas at strip clubs. Um, so I'm sure Houston was pretty happy to get rid of him, especially after last night. I don't know if you saw what happened last night. He basically walked off saying, "This sucks. This team sucks. I'm out of here." Yeah, like, kind of thing. So. I think that's why they traded him today because of the embarrassing yeah. press conference that he had last night. It was, yeah, they it was real bad. It was real bad. They announced earlier today that he was going to be held out of team activities until a trade happened, and then it happened. They, I, I, they really, I think they just really wanted it to happen. So yeah, no, that makes sense. That makes sense to me. Yeah, but like I was saying, it reminds me so much of the Paul Pierce Kevin Garnett trade that I don't think this is going to pay off well for the Nets at all. I, I think they're yeah, that- going to be. Um, a run of the a medium run of the pack like playoff team like a four seed five seed three seed at most and they won't uh, win anything i don't know um 
the Kyrie Irving Kevin Durant partnership hasn't worked out super well so far, but that's also because Kyrie really hasn't committed to it. He hasn't played, and that's what you get when you get Kyrie. Who knows? Basically, it's a question mark. Whatever, whenever he's on the court or not on the court, whenever he's on your team, it's a question mark whether he's going to play or not. Yeah, but uh, but the one thing the Nets didn't have back in uh, two thousand was it 2011 when that trade happened 12 maybe oh yeah somewhere around there they didn't have kevin durant kevin durant makes the difference for this trade i think him pairing him with uh james harden granted they lost karis levert which is a big piece they lost jared allen which is a big piece and now their main center is uh deandre jordan but i don't know the the thing is how much depth do they have now like well, not they're not going to have a future because yeah. Kevin Durant just is coming off an Achilles tear. James Harden's 33-ish. I think Kyrie Irving's the youngest out of them. So they're really going all in on the next few years, and that's it because they just gave away all those picks again. So Yeah, it's crazy. It's cra- it, it, it's insane, and I'm curious to see how it works out. I might mm. tune in to a Nets game the first time James Harden suits up. Yeah, it's good. It's 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 just weird to me, but Kevin Durant and James Harden are reunited, back to back to their Thunder days. Yep, they should have won a championship, but that's all right. That's whatever. Oh yeah, that's when oh, I used yeah. to like James Harden was when he was on the Thunder. Actually, I liked him like two years ago too. But I don't mind him. I just think he's kind of funny. He's yeah, like he's he's, he's comic he's he's comic relief to me in the NBA just because of how ridiculous it is. Like, yeah, he's just such a douche. The, oh, big time, big time douche. But uh, keeping it. In sports news, real quick, mm-hmm. shout out to the Mets because uh, after we recorded last week, and I think it was like the day after, the the Mets traded for probably one of the top shortstops in the MLB. Traded for Francisco 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 Lindor. <laughs> Francisco Lindo, you know what I'm saying? Yes. Frankie Go, baseball. Frankie, I'm I'm so excited. As a as a Met fan, I'm excited. As a baseball fan, I'm excited. <laughs> uh I think he deserves to shine on on the biggest stage and uh what what bigger stage is there than New York? I mean, and granted he's not with the Yankees, but fuck the Yankees, so let's go Mets. <laughs> you know? Um I'm very excited for you because I think this is the first high-profile name that has come to the Mets in a long time, right? Uh, no, they traded for Cespedes. Oh, yeah, they did trade for Cespedes. That worked out for – that brought them to the World Series. Yeah, it got so them to the World Series. But that's that happened six years ago. Fuck, dude. That, it feels like just yesterday, but it also feels like a lifetime ago that the Mets traded for yeah. Cespedes and then made it to the World Series. That's fucking crazy to me. Yeah, that was six years ago. That's crazy so to me. It's been, a, it's been a while since the, Nets, uh, the Mets brought in a uh, – High profile player, so I, I'm I'm excited to see it because I I've always liked Lindor. Shortstops, I have my heart. I'm a big fan of shortstops, um, because probably the coolest position, I I would say. Like usually the coolest players are shortstops, so I don't know. I've always liked shortstops, but Frankie Lindor is a is a huge pickup for the Mets, and I'm a big fan of him. So it'll be fun to watch him in the Mets uniform. Is Lindor a switch hitter? I could never remember. No. He's not. Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. He. Okay. I I always get confused whether or not he is. That makes me excited. I I love switch hitters. Now and now if, you have me now you have me doubting myself. I feel like he's a switch hitter because he's a, he's a leadoff hitter. Yeah, he bats leadoff, but he also hits like twenty five to thirty home runs a season. Yeah, not this past year though. No, well, Obviously. no one really did that. Um, 
Yeah, no, it's exciting to me that the Mets have star power and that the fact that he said he's willing to sign a long-term contract if they offer it to him before the end of spring training, which with Steve Cohen as the Mets owner. It'll more than likely happen. And the pockets pockets as deep as anybody, you know, I think. Yeah, I think think they're waiting to uh, finalize one more free agent before they offer him a contract. I think if they can get a deal with Springer, uh, they offer the contract to Lindor. If they can't get a deal with Springer, I don't want them. I don't want Springer anymore. I've decided that I do not want George Springer. I'd much rather take a two-year contract with JBJ, so a, a good defensive center fielder, and then extend Conforto and Lindor at the same time. Because I think the Mets I need think to you extend should, Conforto. Uh, you should tweet Steve Cohen that idea. Hey, Steve. One, bring back the black jerseys. Two. He's pretty active. Sign, on, sign uh, JBJ. Uh, yeah, he is. No, he answers a lot of people. I'm sure he would f- make fun of me if I actually tweeted at him, though. It's worth the risk. You never know. I'll tweet at him from the bros talking and get some exposure if he tweets back. At there us. you go. There you go. No, but I'm, I'm very excited. There's a picture mm-hmm. circulating of Francisco Lindor uh, photoshopped into the Mets' black uniforms, and ooh, man. Ooh, la, la. Whew, that is one of the sexiest pictures I've ever seen in my entire life. <laughs> Um, yeah, those those black uniforms. I hope they make a comeback this year. I really do. I think they're going I to. Hope, I think I think Uncle, it's Uncle Steve does it. I think it's pretty much a guarantee. I don't want them because to be Colin like. Won. I don't want them to be like their everyday uniforms. I want them to wear them like Friday night home games or something like that. Especially didn't games. they have a Sunday uniform two years ago? Like every uh, Sunday. The Sunday, yeah, in 2016 was the uh, throwback pinstripes that they wore that they wore in '86. Mm-hmm. Um, for like the. What would that have been? Thirty year anniversary. Yeah. Um, but no, if they get like a Friday or a Sunday day, I think the I think it would be better at night, like a blackout night, um, where they just wear the black uniforms. That look sick. And I think that'd be. That'd be cool. that, those have the um, the black hats with the blue brims, right? Yeah, but I don't know if they'd bring back those hats. I'd want them to. Just they could just bring, bring back, back all black, black hats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I really like the black hat with the blue brim. Though it looks sick. Yeah, definitely cool. Super cool. Um, but yeah, moving on from sports talk. So anybody who is not interested in that sports talk, we uh, you here's your here's your chance to jump back in. Uh, Nick, what did over you, and what, done with? What what did you uh, what did you watch this week? What was what was what was on your mind? What was what was so on your TV? The, not your mind. So I watched a movie yesterday that has been critically acclaimed. I forget what year it came out. Fifteen, two thousand fifteen, maybe. But I've always avoided it just because I'm like I probably won't like that. It looks weird. But I watched Mad Max Fury Road last night, and let me tell you, dude, it was fucking awesome. So, I saw Fury, uh, I saw Fury Road in theaters, and I did not okay. like it because really? I thought I was super overhyped. But I was thinking like the other day, I was like, I'm, I'm in an action movie mood. Like, what's a good action movie I could watch? And I saw Fury Road, and I added it to my list because like I need to give that movie another shot for how much praise it gets. Dude, it was awesome. So. I've only the only thing I've known about it is that it's always been critically acclaimed, and that's about it. Other than that, I knew it was like this post-apocalyptic world and stuff. But I watched it last night. It had so much action from beginning to end; it was just nonstop. I had it, it flew by for me because I was so entertained by it. The entire movie was just like super quick, and it was awesome. 
I, I very much enjoyed it. That's that's the one thing. Probably, yeah, that's the one thing I remember about it is that it felt it was like a two and a half hour long movie, maybe two hours and fifteen minutes or so, and it felt like I was in the movie theater for about forty minutes because it just flew. It was yep. the pace was just like it was fucking go mm-hmm. go go, and I really I was like that about it. I was eating dinner during like I started it and then I got my dinner. Well, I made dinner and then sat down on the couch and hit play, and I'm eating and. I had to pause it to eat because I didn't want to miss anything because it was just like nonstop. So I had to pause every time I wanted to like eat a little bit. <laughs> so it was it was awesome. Big fan. So highly recommend it if you've never seen it. It's 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 pretty crazy. Have you seen the original? No. And I and I read about it a little bit afterwards, along with all the sequels. And I might watch them, but I don't know if I'd enjoy them as much as I did Fury Road. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. I uh, I've never seen the originals either. Um, but I know that it's still it's the same director. It's George Miller, right? Yeah. Um, and I think I think he was involved with the first two or something like that, and then something happened, and then he came back to it for Fury Road, and like kind of like reclaimed his throne or something like that. I don't know, but yeah, it, I need to give that movie another shot because I don't think I I judged it uh fairly. The cinematography alone is gorgeous yeah you would think that a movie that takes place in the desert is just going to be kind of bland and orange but the way they use all the coloring and just make it look amazing like the the, the sandstorm yeah about half hour in awesome big fan so uh another thing i recommend. really enjoyed about the movie was uh charlie's their own she was awesome yeah she was she was awesome and so was tom hardy probably one of my favorite tom hardy roles it's he so funny like, hit, when Tom Hardy's in a blockbuster because like he's either his voice is either distorted somehow or he just doesn't talk <laughs> this one. He just doesn't yeah. talk. No, he barely talks. And when he does, his voice is really like weird and yeah. grovelly. Like it doesn't sound like Tom Hardy at all. And it's funny to me because like, like you said, like he never is able to be himself and he has that metal face mask on on his face for like, 75% of the movies. So yep. it's, it's, it's it's awesome. But yeah, like I said, probably my, one of my favorite Tom Hardy movies along with um Bane and uh, his character from Inception. Yeah, oh man. Amos? Amos? Mm-hmm. Amos from Inception? I fucking love that movie. I love that. It's so good. Um, mm-hmm. So I watched two movies this week. Oh. Uh, I'll talk about one of them at length in a second. Uh, but the first one I watched was uh, called Ready Player One. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's based on a book called Ready Steve Player Sp- One. Yep. I've watched it. I've seen it before. You've seen Ready Player One? Mm-hmm. Steven oh. Spielberg. Yeah, it is. It is Spielberg. Uh, the only way I know how to describe that movie is a nerd's wet dream. Yeah. Uh, like it, it, while, I, while I was watching it, I'd be like, wow, it would be awesome to live this. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, I, wish just, this, I wish I was that. There's, there's just so many references and so many, like, I, there's an interview of Spielberg talking about how he was able to get all the licenses for all the people or all the, like, the characters that show up. Like, you got characters from, like, video games, movies, other, like, TV shows. Like, it's insane that you get the Battletoads, you get Mechagodzilla in there, like, at one point. You, like, it's fucking what, dude? Like, how did this movie become a thing? And, like, how is it as good as it is? It has no right being as good as it is. It's not even that good, but, like, it's just fun. It's just fun and, like, dumb. Yeah. It's, it's a good movie to kind of, like put on and then zone out you don't have to necessarily pay attention to the entire yeah, thing the, the story doesn't like, fucking matter it's just like all no. you just want to see the action of all like the iron giant fucking going up against an army of other thing you know it's just it's yeah. just crazy yep 
yeah, if you're looking for like a, a popcorn movie, uh, Ready Player One is is the way to go. The other movie. What was the other movie? The yeah. other movie that I watched was The Fast and the Furious. There you go. My first Let's ever time it. ever you seeing want me to the time Fast. It? Yeah, first ever time ever seeing The Fast and the Furious. Uh, so Nick, put one minute, one minute on the clock. I took I took notes, so I have I have my notes at the ready. Oop, I almost put an hour on the clock. We were gonna have an hour of hour discussion of Fast and Furious. No, thank you. All right. I'll start it as soon as you talk. Uh, as soon as you start talking, all right, because it's uh, a little bit of a delay between you and I. Okay. All right. The Fast and the Furious was released in 2001, and goddamn, this is the most 2001 movie I have ever seen. Because in the first 20 minutes of this movie, uh, Michelle Rodriguez's character is calling another group of girls skanks, while Limp Bizkit's keep rolling is playing in the background. So it, it's just fucking insane. Um, Vin Diesel is the most physically imposing man that I've ever seen run the way he runs, and it's just it's hilarious the way he runs. Uh, the big race that happens about what I thought was the climax of the movie, and it has nothing to really do with the end of the movie, uh, is called Race Wars. Like, what? What? Like, if this movie came out in the year 2020... <laughs> This movie, I, I, it it boggles, it baffles me that this movie spawned a franchise that grosses over a billion dollars each movie, because this movie is god awful. But like, I cannot wait to watch the second one. Vin Diesel is honestly better than I thought he was going to be in this movie because I didn't think Vin Diesel was good in anything, but he is very solid as Dom Toretto. Time. Also, time and damn. Okay. I well, two more things. I wrote down actually three more things. I wrote down three quotes that uh, that define this movie for me um one of them is from the bad guy i don't remember his name (laughs) uh but he's one of the one of the rival gang members and he yells toretto the swat came to my house and disrespected my family someone ratted me out and you know what it was you and then toretto punches him like what? How can you? How can you accuse someone like that? (laughs) You know what? It was you. Um, (laughs) Another that seems uh, not scripted at all. uh, No, right? (laughs) Uh, Another quote from this movie is: "The DVD players and the digital cameras are worth one million dollars alone, bringing the total up to six million dollars." Like if that doesn't say two thousand one, bro, I don't know what says two thousand one more than that line. Uh, DVD player. What else? Digital cameras. Hell yeah. <laughs> um, and the the I think the line that defines this movie and probably going forward this franchise is uh, right after the first street race where Paul Paul Walker's character, uh, Brian, which the names of the, of the characters in these movies, man, are just so fucking stupid. Um, so Brian saves Dom, right, from the cops and brings him to his house or and... Dom walks over with two beers in his hands and he says, you can have any brew you want as long as it's a Corona. <laughs> and like, I was just like, you know what? I'm in. Let's do it. Let's go, baby. Let's watch eight more of these. That's awesome. Yeah, not going to lie. I blocked a lot of that movie out of my mind. I don't really remember the bad guy. I don't remember any of those quotes. I do remember the um, the part where Paul Walker's character saves uh, Dom. But yeah. I That's... watched that entire movie, and I don't think I could tell you the plot of it. <laughs> like, they steal. They want to steal VCRs. And except they don't, because Paul Walker's a cop, which I didn't know oh, yeah. going in that yeah. Paul Walker. Spoiler alert for the Fast and Furious, the Fast and the Furious. Sorry, because uh, I looked it up today, and this 
third movie is also called The Fast and Furious. Um, oh, but uh, yeah, like I don't understand that plot, like because. They're not stealing the DVD players because the rival gang is stealing the DVD players. But then at the end of the movie, they're trying to steal the DVD players and Paul Walker saves them again. It's just like, what the fuck is happening in this movie? All but, I know is that they drive they drive fast cars. Yeah. And like the scenes with the cars are fun. But and like I said, Vin Diesel's care Vin Diesel's acting was so much better than I thought it was going to be. And he's I mean trying to think of like movies that he's in other than fast and furious like beside guardians of the galaxy because he's not technically in it he just has to say i am Groot a couple times uh he was in riddick riddick uh triple x that's the same movie as fast and furious um he was also in a babysitter movie that mom really likes oh yeah i don't remember the name was it called the babysitter I don't remember because there's also one a babysitter movie that stars Triple H. <laughs> I didn't know that. That sounds ridiculous. Yeah, that was his uh his attempt at Hollywood acting. But yeah. Well, so what do we call what do we call on that segment? Uh, I guess just like the fast minute. Fast call minute. It, call it the fast minute. Okay. So next week that was that was my one minute review. I have one minute plus review. I'm on ish i guess review of the fast and the furious next week we're doing too fast too furious i can't wait actually that comes next right tokyo drift is the third one. Oh wait so i'm I'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry so it's the fast and the furious too fast too furious the fast and furious colon tokyo drift and then the fast and furious and then fast four fast five fast and furious six or furious six fast and furious seven Fate of the Furious F9. Okay, I believe you. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. I I think I'm correct. I I just pulled that out of the top of my head. I think I'm correct on that. That's what what we're going with. I'm not gonna um, fact check you. Yep, we're going with Fast Minute next week is Too Fast, Too Furious. Which there we go. Thank you so much for that name because it just spawns like so many jokes for everything. (laughs) Like any sequel, you you could just name it Too Something Whatever. You know what I mean? Yep. Two bros, two talking. You know what I mean? Well, well, now I have a cat on my shoulder. Hello. That's Kylo. That's Cuddy. Sorry. That's Cuddy. Yep. Um. So, yeah, that's the fast minute. I'm looking forward to Too Fast, Too Furious next week. If I remember correctly, Too Fast, Too Furious sucked. Uh, I have heard that it is the worst one. Yeah. And I think Tokyo Drift's just as bad. I have heard. Yeah, I've heard that Too Fast, Too Furious and Tokyo Drift are both terrible. And that it's yeah. like... I am so curious on how it goes from the Fast and the Furious to like Fast Seven or like whatever the seventh one, how, where like there's like an army there? involved and like the CIA yeah. and shit like like I that I'm just very curious on how it gets there, <laughs> and I I can't wait to see how it gets there. See, I'm curious too, but I'm also glad that you're going through these movies so I don't have to. Yeah. <laughs> well. Uh, yeah, so I, I don't. I, so I'm doing Fast and Furious, and then I think the next one after that will probably be John Wick. I might do the John Wick movies. Okay, but yeah, um, that that'll be easier because I think they're actually more enjoyable than Fast and Furious. Yeah, probably. Well, I don't know. I I think plus there's of, less of them. Oh yeah, a lot of people love like the the later Fast and Furious movies. Yeah, I. 
I remember watching Fast Five in theaters. I have seen it. parts of Fast Five, and I think that's the only one I've seen. So, hmm. but that's the one Gal Gadot. I don't remember. Um, but I'll have a test for you after you're done with them and quiz you on which what what happens in what movie. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I want you to find. Uh, you're not a Fast and Furious fan unless you know these questions. Like the, yeah. the answer to these questions. I want that after we're done. After I'm done uh, watching all of them. Okay. Uh, but yeah, ladies and gentlemen, if you did not know, this is Bros Talking. Uh, you can catch this show usually every single Thursday morning at 7 a.m. Eastern Time on podcast services and on YouTube.com. Uh, if you want to be part of the show, head over to BrosTalkingPod.com, where you can be, where you can write questions, comments, concerns, any feedback of any kind. We also, uh, if you head over to BrosTalkingPod.com, we also have a shop with a bunch of merch like sweatshirts. Shirts and mugs and stickers. So go over there and check it out. If you like anything, you know, might as well, you know, spend a little, spend a little dust, spend a little of that stimulus money that I'm sure you all still have laying around. Totally. That didn't go to, to rent or anything more important, like uh, more important than our uh, merch, you know? Who needs to eat? I got to listen to bros talking. And if you don't have any money to toss our way for merch, if you go over to our page and you can find our YouTube from there, if you subscribe to our YouTube, once we hit 100 followers, we'll be giving out some free merch to one of our YouTube subscribers. So go over there and make sure you are subscribed. Um, and also, it's a new way to watch our show because we do it video-wise, and we put most of the ep- or we put uh, most of the episode up on YouTube, not the full one. Last week was the full one, but I think I'm going to do a shorter one this week. Yeah, I think that'll work better. Uh, but but yes, yeah. uh, speaking of head things, over to YouTube. What were we got? What, what was that? I said I just said head over to YouTube. Yeah, head over to YouTube. All that stuff. All that. That that good good stuff, you know what I mean? All that jazz. Uh speaking of watching things, there's been a ton of like not a ton, but there's been a decent amount of like news that comes out on the small screen. Um you just watched Mad Max Fury Road, as we just talked about. Yes. What did you think of the score? Not gonna lie, it didn't pop out to me. Mostly because I was so focused on what was happening in the movie, but it's not like it popped out in a negative way. So I'm sh- I'm I'm assuming it's it was good. <laughs> <laughs> um, Junkie XL did the score for that movie, and he's doing Godzilla vs Kong. Okay, uh, which I'm really disappointed about. Well, I, I mean, we knew he was doing Godzilla vs Kong for a while, but I'm really disappointed because the score for King of the Monsters was perfect, and I'm really upset that it was being back. Uh, Bear McCreary. Um, Bear McCurry was sick. I still have that was one of my top played songs the year it came out. Godzilla, Godzilla. featuring uh, Surge from Season yep. Move Down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's not what I want to talk about. Godzilla vs Kong is the 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 news that's happening is that we should be getting news. <laughs> it's news of news. <laughs> we should be getting Godzilla King of the, or Godzilla vs Kong news within I think by the end of the month there should be a trailer out because one. Entertainment Weekly is doing like a preview on the biggest movies coming out this year, and they mentioned Godzilla vs. Kong by name, and they're doing it over the next two weeks. So okay. Godzilla vs. Kong will be in one of their previews. And the fake the fake news site at the end credits of Godzilla King of the Monsters uh, just created a Twitter account and is now following all of the studios that are involved with Godzilla. Hmm. So... There's there's something brewing, and I can't fucking wait, dude. I can't wait. 
And I know I promised that I wouldn't talk about Godzilla vs. Kong until there was actual news, but this is kind of like news. Like it's sure it's an we'll announcement of an announcement. Yeah. I thought you were going to talk about the Netflix news that they are going to be releasing a brand new Netflix movie uh, at least one a week for the rest of the year. I do have that. I have that article pulled up because I want to talk about it. Okay. Let's chat. Uh, it sounds awesome. It does. There's there, there's definitely a couple shitty movies on that list. But... Yes. Um, I, yeah, and like... <sighs> It sucks because there's a lot of um, a lot of genres I don't care about are getting a lot of movies. <laughs> like there's only one sci-fi movie and there's only one western movie. And I but the like western looks sick. Yeah, it does. It does look fucking. With Idris sick. Elba and uh, Lakeith Smith, uh, Lakeith Stanford. Is that his name? Lakeith Stanford. Yeah, Stanfield. I don't think yeah. it's Stanford. I think that's wrong. Mm. I really like him though. Yeah, <laughs> I just <can't> <laughs> I just don't know his name. Um, but yeah, I wish there was more sci-fi because I feel like Netflix has kind of killed it with sci-fi, and they, mm. I don't know. Mm, I wouldn't say that. A Midnight Sky re- was really shitty. Oh, I didn't watch that. George Clooney. Oh yeah, you said it was bad. Um, I'm really entitled. I'm really really excited for the unti- untitled Alicia Keys rom-com. <laughs> Um, Red Notice looks really cool. That's The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and uh, what's her name? Yeah, that like it's insane. Like we don't go to th- we don't we can't go to theaters anymore. But Netflix is they're right on top of it. Here's here's a movie to watch every single fucking week of your life. Yep, until and, you um, die. Also, the movie with uh, Leo and Jennifer Lawrence about two uh, astronomers that have to go on a media tour. Telling everybody that the world, like, there's a comet that's gonna impact the Earth. Oh, I didn't see that. That looks. That sounds dope. It's gonna be awesome. It's got a huge cast too. Matthew Perry. Um, is it like a comedy? I thought of no. Hold on. I uh, will. Why is Matthew Perry I, in it if it's not a comedy? He's he could be a good serious actor. Kenny. Yeah. I can't tell you one thing that he was a serious actor in, but I think he could be a good one. Hold on, I'll tell you the cast in a second once I find it. Oh man, Bronco just threw up on the ground. That's gross. Uh, and Tiff's on her way home, and she's gonna have to clean it up. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. So the movie is called "Don't Look Up." "Don't Look Up" tells the story of two low-level astronomers who must go on a giant media tour to warn mankind of an approaching comet that will destroy planet Earth. Starring Leonardo DiCaprio, Jennifer Lawrence, Kate Blanchett, Meryl Streep, Jonah Hill, Timothy Chalamet. Ariana Grande, Chris Evans, Ron Perlman, Tyler Perry, and Matthew Perry. Interesting. That sounds dope. Yeah, I can't wait for that. That's probably going to be like their big one that they release like in November or around Christmas. Yeah, or something. yeah. It sounds like it'd be like a a, a fall a movie, block, like a, 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 a blockbuster, an Oscar grab movie. Yeah. Nick, but why yeah, don't you tell the, the, the nice folks about another one of the movies that you're looking forward to yeah. while I go clean up what just happened in the kitchen? Sure. I mentioned um, I mentioned Red Notice. It stars uh, The Rock, Ryan Reynolds, and I said, what's her name? Her name's actually Gal Gadot. Um, it is an Interpol-issued Red Notice. is a global alert to hunt and capture the world's most wanted. But when a daring heist brings together the FBI's top profiler and two rival criminals, there's no telling what will happen. So I think those are the two that I'm most interested in. Don't look up and Red Notice out of the list of like 
27 movies that they released out of the out of a total list of 71 that they're going to be releasing in 2021 which is insane to me 71 movies coming out in 2021 pretty nuts but i think red notice and don't look up are the two that really grabbed my attention and then the western that uh we mentioned before is called uh the harder they fall starring jonathan majors idris elba zazie beats lakeith stanfield it's stanfield not stanford Delroy Lindo, who crushed it in The Five Bloods, and Regina King. I can't wait for that one either. Hopefully that one comes out sooner rather than later. Starring, um, it's about Nat Love resembles this former gang to seek revenge against the man who murdered his parents. So, classic Western. Looking forward to that one. Wow, all those movies sound great. Mm -hmm. It's not like I just came in when you were talking about Lakeith Stanfield at all. Mm -hmm. You didn't. You were here the whole time. I I was here the entire time. And you agree with everything that I said. Everything. Everything even, everything looks fantastic. Everything is perfect. Even the part where I said that I'm way cooler than you. Yep. <laughs> Stamp of approval. <laughs> no, but that, that's that's insane. Like the the fact that Netflix is doing that. Seventy one movies, that Yeah. That's a lot of movies. Coupled it with the fact that like HBO Max will start rolling out their stuff soon. Mm. Like that there's gonna be some stuff to talk about. That's gonna be awesome. Yep, I can't wait. I think, I think, I might start dipping the quill a little bit and start writing about these movies once they come out. Hey, old, where would you where where would you write about them? I would write about them on www.brostalkingpod.com. There's wow. an entire blog section where we specify between movies, TV, sports, and stuff like that. So I would put them in the movie category with oh. the other movie reviews that I've oh. already written. Oh, look at that! Look at that! We got mm-hmm. we got a bunch of stuff over there already, so go uh, go go check that out. Correct. All right. There's also um. There's also news of Amazon's Lord of the Rings. Uh, I saw that today, but you can series. tell the people because you're the Lord of the Rings guy. So we basically just got a uh, a description of what a synopsis of what the series is going to be. Um, Amazon Studios' forthcoming series brings to screens for the very first time the heroic legends of the fabled Second Age of Middle-Earth's history. So for anyone who's unaware, Second Age happens before the Ring, the the War of the Ring, which is when the movies oh. take place. Wasn't it like a thousand years beforehand? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that? It, yeah, so uh, the epic drama is set, is set thousands of years before the events of J.R.R. Tolkien's The Hobbit and The Lord of the Rings. And we'll take viewers back on an era in which great powers were forged, kingdoms rose to glory, and fell to ruin. Unlikely heroes were tested, hope hung by the finest of threads, and the greatest villain that ever flowed from Tolkien's pen threatened to cover the world in darkness. So it's basically how Sauron came to power. And I am so excited. Because it's basically Mm -hmm. going to be adapting a lot of the works from the Silmarillion, which if people are not nerds like me, uh, have never read... And the Silmarillion is basically a Middle Earth textbook. Uh, so it's basically the history of the Middle Earth written it like written like it would be written in a textbook, and it's really fucking dry and really fucking boring. But now <laughs> it's going to be fun because it's going to be a TV show. I don't know. Do you know any of the cast? Yeah. That signed um, on? Yes. Uh, there's. They came out with the castles a little while ago. Let me look. Lord of the Rings cast. 
podcast. Uh, so I feel like it's a bunch of no names uh, besides the kid from We're the Millers. The kid? Like not Jason Sudeikis. The kid? No, yeah. Gets, the kid stung by whatever. Bit by a spider? Yeah. Yes. Uh, he. I don't know if he's he's still attached, but he was rumored to be in it. Um, but yeah, no, it's I'm a bunch of no names. He's all right. He's all right. He's been. He was in the Maze Runner movies, and he was decent in those movies. Hmm. But no, I'm so that's, ex- that's spo- supposedly coming out this year. Uh, Amazon's Netflix series. So, I'm very Amazon's very excited. Amazon's Lord of the Rings series. <laughs> Got a lot going on in my brain right now. A lot I going see on. That. But no, I'm I actually very just started excited. A, a series on Amazon that I don't know how I feel about it right now. Would you start? I started um, Animal Kingdom. It's a TNT original, but it's on Amazon Prime. Um, I started it just because I needed something to watch, and Amazon's pretty reliable when it comes to like decent TV shows. Yeah. But this is an old show. I think it started in 2016 or 17. It's on. It's got at least four seasons on Amazon. I don't know how I feel about it yet. I'm four episodes in, and there is not one redeemable character that like I can root for. Nice. And it's all about like this family that is in. And involved in like some shady shit. They all steal. They all do drugs. They all cheat. They all do this kind of stuff. And it's just like I want one character to root for, and there's not one. So I don't know how I feel. I'll, I'll finish season one. It'll probably drag me into season two, but we'll see. As of right now, it's a question mark. Uh, I know you're not like huge into sci-fi, right? I don't mind it. I mean, you like Star, Star Wars. Wars yeah. And Marvel. <laughs> um. You should watch. You should give the Expanse a try. Didn't you read those? Yes, and the show is very, very good. But it's super dense. Like you need to pay attention. Mm. Um, but it's criminally underrated and cri- criminally underwatched. I think there's not enough people who know or watch that show. Gotcha. Um, maybe I'll maybe I'll try it. We'll see. Um. I have been watching The Stand when it comes out. It's released every Thursday. It's fantastic. Is it good? I, think, I still haven't watched yes. it. It's very good. I think there's four episodes out, and there's gonna be, and I think it's an eight episode series, maybe nine. But yeah, episode five comes out tomorrow. I uh, we've been we finished The Fosters. Congrats. Uh, thank you. It, it's one of those shows where like, like you're sad that it's over. You know what I mean? Like it's like oh, like I spent. I I watched these kids grow up, and like I watched them grow up and go to college. Like oh, I miss them. Uh, There is a sequel show, a spinoff show that's basically take picks up literally right where the show ends off. So we're gonna start that. Tiff's already seen it. I've seen some of it, but uh, so we finished that, and we've been watching obviously The Bachelor every every Monday. And I just want to shout out uh, The Bachelor and The Bachelorette for giving some normalcy to my life for the past four months because I just love those shows so much. I love them. It's like when it wasn't around, it was weird that it wasn't around. You know what I mean? Okay. You, you gave yeah, me a face. I, yeah, just because I don't, I don't see how the Bachelor's normal. But it's I get what you're saying. I get like, what you're saying. I, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a routine. Um, but so <laughs> every Monday night we usually do some sort of dessert while watching The Bachelor, and usually it's brownies and ice cream. 
Um, so I usually make the pan of brownies and get a scoop of ice cream and, you know, pig out. But Go to town, yeah. Um, after eating the brownies, we didn't have foil, which is what I usually put around the pan. Um, and I don't think there's anyone in the world worse than me at saran wrapping things. <laughs> okay. Because it took me like maybe seven to eight minutes to actually saran wrap the brownie pan. And immediately what? and immediately it just fell off. Because I don't do it right. So like I don't know how to saran wrap. That's that's basically what I'm getting at. How you I, worked how long did you work in kitchens? That's the point. Like that's that's what I'm getting at. I worked in the food service for way too long to not be able to saran wrap. That is insane to me. I don't know how to do it because every time I do it, when I finished up, the saran wrap just fell into the pan and it unwrapped itself and I just threw it in the fucking microwave and doesn't that's where the brownies have been ever since. With saran wrap loosely laying on top? Yes. <laughs> that is so bad. I feel sorry for you, man, that you can't saran wrap. Because there's a lot in life that needs saran wrapping. <laughs> I will usually just use aluminum foil. That's not good. It's not the same. Yeah, well, it gets the job done just as well. So, I, I understand for brownies, but there's things in life that you need to saran wrap and it can't have. Man, like you want to steam some rice one day. We would do we would do salad platters at work, and like I, you could just tell the ones that I saran wrapped and the ones that I didn't <laughs> saran wrap. Because the ones I saran wrapped wouldn't even be covered all the way, and like just half the salad would be covered, and half the salad wouldn't be covered. You know what I mean? So basically, you just never want to saran wrap anything in your life, but you yeah. own it. I I will avoid it. Like when I was at work, and I would be helping out in the kitchen, I would be the one building the stuff, so I wouldn't have to saran, and I would pass them to somebody to saran wrap them. I and actually with, feel without like telling I, like, them that I, I didn't really know how to saran wrap and just be like, here, just wrap these up real quick. <laughs> like, keep moving, keep moving. <laughs> I feel like I enjoy saran wrapping. Like, there's a sense of satisfaction that I get for doing it like very well. And obviously, I d- used to do the um, industrial size saran wrap where you have to use your full forearm to cut it. And yeah, that was always that was always the most satisfying thing when it was like you you slide your arm right along the blade, you cut everything, you're good to go, and it's nice and tight. Oh, it's perfect. I'm a, so, I'm a little upset that you don't have the uh, the enjoyment that I do for saran wrapping. I like the ones that have the little zipper across the top that you like. I cut them. I hate those. Oh, really? Those, Interesting. Yeah, the for some reason I for me those don't cut that smooth. It's always when I it's whenever I use the blade, it's much better. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I don't like the. Uh, the zip, the zip cut thing. No, oh, well, maybe maybe when you come over, maybe we'll do a video on on how to. So you'll teach me how to saran wrap. Yeah, we'll have a training session. <laughs> What's up, everybody? Welcome to Bros Talking. This week we're talking about how to saran wrap things. How to saran wrap brownies? It is yeah, it's a little embarrassing, but you know, well, it's no it's shame. me. It's me, and it's un it's unapologet- unapologetically me. I got there. I got there eventually. There you go. Words are hard. Nick, I want to. Uh, I want to. I want to end off. I want to end this. End, end this episode on a question. Actually, I have a question too. So okay, well, yours might be better than mine. So do you want to yours okay. end yours last? Yes. <laughs> my so, my ending. So I'll, I'm going to ask mine, and then you can ask yours. Okay. 
Um, I saw a question that was basically on on Reddit was how did you get your screen name? And I think okay. you're you're Zizi, but I also want to ask you what was your first screen name? Okay, my first screen name. Um, I remember Dad helping me out making it because for AOL, AOL, I was making a name. I was making a you know the instant messenger. And I wanted to be in chat rooms because it was the hot thing around uh, the year 2000, 2001 was to make a, make a screen name so you can go into chat rooms and talk about whatever you wanted to talk about. My first screen name was Yankee Kid 2, but it was spelled differently. Like it was missing the A and it was missing. Yeah, it was miss. It was Y-N-K-E-E-K-I-D 2. And 2 was for Derek Jeter because he was my favorite player, still is to this day, my favorite mm-hmm. player of all mm-hmm. time. Of course, of um, course. Yankee Kid 2, and I would use it to go into chat rooms and talk about Pokemon and baseball. Wow. Yeah. Uh, and how did you get your one, then, your, your, your screen name today? Your username? Yeah, my screen name right now is uh, N-I-C-K-A-0-2-3. Don't know why the zero is there. I, for, to this day, I have no idea why the zero is there, but obviously 23 is my favorite number. It's my birthday, and uh, it's Michael Jordan's number, who's my favorite basketball player of all. Uh, so my first ever screen name was uh, my my first and middle name. So it would be Ethan Parker. Um, but, but also, what, but much what, like yours, what? the A's were missing. The A's were missing. Uh, what was with that? The the vowels were missing except for the E. So it would be E T H N P R K R at AOL dot com was my first ever screen name. I don't know. Maybe we'll have to ask mom and dad like why they took the vowels out of our name. Maybe maybe they were already taken and they just said the easiest way to do it is just remove a vowel. That doesn't but, make any sense. But I don't know. Yeah, we'll just have to ask. Um, and then my username today, how I got it was I uh, joined a fantasy basketball team with our good friends Cody and Dustin in tenth grade, and I needed a name for my basketball, my fantasy basketball team. And I'm a huge fan of alliteration, so I wanted to name them something asthmatics. And I thought, what 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 also begins with a? That's an adjective, and it was the amazing asthmatics was my fantasy basketball team. And I was like, that's a fucking fantastic name. And it became my Twitter name like two weeks later. There you go. There's the origin story of Amazing Asthmatic. Yep, look at that. Now it's a brand. It is, man. It is. <laughs> what was your but question? Like, it's what was your... like, oh, hold on. Hold on. I got to go back to Yankee Kid 2 because that just, that just triggered something in me. You had most of your vowels gone other than E for the beginning. I still have... The E's and an I in my name, Yankee Kid too. Like I, I don't understand the reasoning behind taking one vowel out. I don't. So we'll have an answer for you next week. Okay. Yep. Why we'll get we'll get to the bottom of it. We sure will. All right. My question. So there's a little backstory before my question. I don't know if you know this or not. I don't think you're very much involved with the the lottery, but the Mega Millions and Powerball jackpots are astounding right now i think mega millions is at 72 million and powerball is at 56 million so what i did today was i went ahead and got a couple tickets for myself hey oh so first of all it's insane i was i go to this little corner store by me and it's never busy because i'm usually the only one in there it's it's my town is very small there's not a lot of people in it i went in today to get the tickets and there were two people in line in front of me both of them were buying mega millions and, <laughs> and powerball tickets of course so i was like oh, i was like that's funny so I got to the line and I ordered my tickets and the cashier was just like, we've been selling a lot of these today. And I was just like, well, hopefully you sell them the winner. Like, uh, like got to sell yeah, them. Yeah. Well, I, the, like, the 
stereotypical thing to say while you're buying lottery tickets is don't sell me a loser. <laughs> correct. Correct. So I, I had a play on it and I said, hopefully you're selling the winner. He said that today alone, he sold $1,500 worth of lottery tickets Fuck. in in the little town that I'm in. That's oh, in your, wait, the corner store is near your apartment? The one that we yeah. went to before? No, it's literally right by the post office by me. Oh, gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Him. But it's that little tiny one. It's it's on a main road, but even the main road is never busy. But the fact that he did $1,500 worth of lottery tickets today alone is insane to me. So maybe he does have a chance to have the winner. Who knows? Yeah. But my question to you, what would you do if you won the lottery? Like, realistically. Like, you, obviously, there's those people that yeah. are like, oh, I'm going to buy a private jet. I'm going to do this. I'm, what would Realistically, what would you do? Realistically, my the thing I've always said that if I were to win the lottery, I would pay off all of my student debt. I'd pay off all my student loans. I'd pay off all my medical debt, which I've accrued from, you know, going to the hospital multiple times for getting, for having an asthma tax. Um, I would put a shit ton of it in a shit ton of different savings accounts. Like I, 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 I don't know if that's smart, but like I would have different savings accounts or like different accounts in places. I would, I would invest some of it and I would give immediate family members like however much they they needed to get by for the rest of their lives, um, which comes to mind like you, and I would just fucking blow it all into bros talking. That's the answer to the one here. <laughs> uh, but no, I would I would give mo- I would I would help out you. I'd help out mom and dad. I'd help out you know Val or our aunt and uncle and you know all that mm-hmm. good stuff. Cousins, toss them toss them a couple million bucks if if I won fucking. You know, a hundred thousand. Yeah, you know, here, here's two hundred grand. <laughs> You're set for the next ten years. You'll be fine. You know, what I mean? yeah, you're set for a little while. Don't talk um, to me anymore. But realistically, I would pay off all my debt and invest some of it, and just try to live off of it for the rest of my life while also going to work. Okay. Because so I, we share that. We sh- we have that in common. Because if I didn't go to work and I was just sitting on that money, I would just fucking spend it all day. Like that's all I would do. Is like, oh, I've. I have eighty million dollars in my bank account. I'll buy that. I'll buy this. I'll and like it. Obviously, wouldn't go fast, but it would go eventually. You know. Yeah. I would still. I would still want a steady source of income. Right. Right. That makes sense. What would so, you do? What I would. What I would do. First thing I would do is make sure that they do not make my face or name public. I do not want people knowing that I won the lottery. I think I it has to be want- public. I don't think so. I think or once it, you claim uh, claim yourself as a winner, I think those those records are public. That sucks because I don't want people knowing that shit. Because I, I there have been people that win a certain amount of money and they like hide their face so their identity is kind of hidden. Yeah, maybe maybe you can work that. something out with like. There's got to be because if you win like oh, what is it? What did I say the jackpot was like seventy something million dollars? If you win that, your face is going to be plastered everywhere, and everyone's going to know who you are and want a piece of you. And yeah. I don't want that shit. So I'd want to be kept secret. Um, I would do something very similar to you in paying off my student loan debt. First thing I think I would do, though, is buy a house and buy some property and invest in that. And then finally find some uh, actual places to invest stock like stocks and shit like that i want to get i would get more into the stock market yeah and try to make even more money off of that i would keep working i'd keep the same exact job that i have right now i wouldn't want i wouldn't tell anyone there or anything like that um i would just keep going living my normal day but i really do think that 
I would stay very similar to what I'm doing, just living in a new house and having money in the bank account. Like, yeah, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go crazy. I wouldn't buy jets and stuff like that. Like, like maybe a boat. I would probably buy a car. Maybe a small, maybe a small boat. Yeah, maybe a car too. Maybe. Like, I'd, I'd buy. I'd buy, but I wouldn't buy like a, a Lamborghini or like a, a no, Aston Martin. I'd buy. I'd buy a Subaru. You know, <laughs> I'd buy something that's I'd good in the really, smell. I'd buy a really nice BMW. Yeah, I, no, I wouldn't even buy a BMW. I'd just get like a 2021 Subaru Outback. <laughs> I'd be good. <laughs> like that's all I need. <laughs> Yeah, so I, I I wouldn't be super greedy with it. So hopefully, this is me manifesting it, show, showing the the universe that I'm not going to be very bad with my money. And these tickets that I have staring at me right now are winners. And I'll prove it to I'll prove it to the universe. Yeah. So check back in next week after Nick's won seventy six million dollars. See what he's doing with his money and how much no, he's going over. It. I wouldn't tell you guys. <laughs> yeah, you wouldn't know if we won. Bros talking would go on just the same way with the same same exact setup we have now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I think the production quality might go up a little bit. Just a teeny bit, but well, it would just be like, oh, you know, it's time. Yeah, There's it's time no, partic- no particular reason whatsoever in why Nick's camera quality is now 8K. and <laughs> he, has, he has a brand new house behind him. There's no reason why I'm recording from a... <laughs> yeah. In my house. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right, Nick, but until you but, become... But yeah, a, that was my question to end it. Until you become a millionaire, where can people find you? Uh, they can find me on Instagram and Twitter, N I C K A 023, not Yankee Kid 2. N I C K A 023. And uh, if, you're, uh, if you're watching some movies and you write something about it, where, where would people find that to? Again, one more time. Wow, you just spoke very fast. Um, if I were to watch a movie and write about it, which might happen in the near future, uh, you would be able to find that at www.brostalkingpod.com. Hey, oh. If you guys want to catch me online and catch me at Amazing Asthmatic, uh, twitch.tv slash Amazing Asthmatic, I'm streaming games over there and all that good stuff. Remember to subscribe to YouTube, bro. What? Plug your YouTube. Oh, yeah. Also, Amazing Asthmatic on YouTube, where I'll be posting like all of my Twitch VODs. So uh, if you can't catch a Twitch stream, it'll most likely go on the YouTube and also some random gameplay stuff that Nick and I do and Mikey and I do and stuff. So it'll be fun. Um, But also, about us uh you can like us on youtube or subscribe to us on youtube for a chance to win free merch you can like us on facebook you can follow us on instagram and twitter all at bros talking uh the twitter has an underscore i don't know if does the instagram have an underscore no um, well you could also find all those links uh on bros that's probably the easiest way yeah super easy go to bros and then you can get to anywhere from there youtube instagram twitter facebook all that fun stuff yep 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 But Nick, until next week. Have a great week, guys. Bye.